Kennedy again, and extreme, and an absolutely exquisite finish with two and a half minutes to go, and we've talked her up, Darren Hemp, and we've said what a good player she's going to be, and what a fine goal it was to wrap up the FA Cup final. Hi Audrey, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm really good, thank you. Um, thank you for joining us. Uh, we're doing this new Meet the Fans content and we're speaking to fans and getting to know a little bit more about them and how they came to follow Man City. Uh, so firstly, would you just like to tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are and what you do? Uh, yeah, I'm Audrey. I'm originally from the West Midlands, from Stafford, but I've lived in Manchester for over 13 years now. Um, I'm a science teacher in high school. Brilliant. So tell us then, how did you come to support Man City and how you started to follow Man City women? I didn't grow up supporting Man City. I was a football mad little girl, but I didn't live anywhere near Manchester when I was little. Um, and my dad used to take me to rugby with him, but he didn't particularly follow football. But I, I loved football and I used to get cheap magazine and I used to try and play football with the boards and I was never very good at it. Um, so I followed football quite a lot. Sort of in, when I was younger and in my teens and kind of drifted away from it a bit and then when I started living with Rob he's a massive Man City fan um, so following City slightly and obviously City obviously other than United um, but I really got into City women as 2016 and I do one of the things I do apart from being a teacher is I'm a girl guide leader and my guides were doing um, an activity in pack about football because some of them are really into football we said, oh, we go to a women's football game. And actually, the girls at the Fuerza at the time, most of them were United fans, but United didn't have a women's team at the time. So I rang City, or emailed City, um, and they said, oh, yeah, fine. And they sent us some free tickets, which was brilliant. It was Liverpool um, against City. Um, and we went to that. And um, it was great. And I was, after that, I was hooked. I, was, um, I went to quite a few of the games that season. And then after that, it was into the spring season. Uh, we had the one, the sort of bridging season when we were changing over to a winter season. Yeah. Um, and then we, from that next winter season, I think that's when we got season tickets. So you've yeah. en- enjoyed your time following the team then. Um, what's your favourite? Yeah. What's your favourite memory of uh, supporting the team? It's probably um, when, but probably two actually. Wembley. So we went Wembley for the FA Cup last year. That was the first time I've been to new the new Wembley. Uh, so I've never been to a football match at Wembley, so that was that was brilliant. And then that time, that the famous time at Chelsea um, away, when Nick ran ran into the crowd at the end. Um, oh right, yeah, that's a good we, one. We sort of really cheered them on right to the end, and he just so really jumped over the barriers that was at Wimbledon and ran into the crowd. That was that was pretty that was pretty good as well. I mean, so many good memories. A lot of fans have spoke about Wembley. Um, it holds a special place for a lot of fans, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely, yeah. So, who's your favourite player and, and why? So my favourite player in the current squad is Demi Stokes. Um, she's incredibly hard-working. Um, she's just always there. She always gives absolutely everything. And I also, I do like it. I, I like, I think defenders get underrated, you know, when they have the player of the match vote and they almost always go to the people who've scored, which is, I find a bit frustrating because... When I played football badly and hockey a little bit less badly, I was a defender. So I think the defenders get overlooked, and you know, Demi's incredibly hardworking. But also, I, I've always got a soft spot for a winger, and she's still she was originally a winger, and she still makes those runs down the wing as well. Um, and then she's back defending, so she's you know just really uh, admire her work rate and her and her talent. Yeah, she she can certainly cover a lot of ground, can Demi, can't she? Great. Apparently, she's a bit of a beast in the gym as well. 
it always does, like you said, tend to go to those players that are contributing goals during the games. But it's nice that, you know, those players like Demi uh, do get that recognition as well because they are, you know, I mean, Demi in particular, she's really consistent when she plays. Yeah, definitely. She's, yeah, as I say, she just, and I don't know whether it was just me. I'm, I'm not very good at reading the game. I'm not one of these people who can do all that match of the day style analysis, just go and cheer and shout. Yeah. But, and so I don't know if it was me because I wasn't that observant, but I noticed her a lot more after Lucy Bronze left. It seemed to me that she really put, but maybe it's just, I was noticing her more because Lucy wasn't there, but it seemed to me that she really upped her game. She really, in that next season, really stepped up a level and became an even even better, even more um, stronger and more um, consistent player. Yeah, no, that's, that's really good, that. And I'm sure she'd appreciate the recognition, like you say. <laughs> so during your time of obviously following the team, um, you'll have seen plenty of goals. Which of those goals uh, stands out for you as uh, your all-time sort of favourite? Well, and again, with my um, not being very good at the old analysis, I don't tend to remember much individual detail about goals either. But I think the one that I, the pick was a favourite that would really stand out, I guess, would be the one at the Etihad in the in the derby at the start of this season. Yeah. Um, first derby, amazing crowd, and then the, we won and you know, brilliant goal from Caroline Weir, and it was actually set up originally by a cross from Demi as well. So I think that that one that stands out for me the most yeah how do you how did you feel about that game and the occasion you know opening game of the season against united at etihad like thirty thousand fans i mean how special was it oh it was brilliant it was absolutely amazing i, I was actually um a bit like that a bit cynical about not cynical i was a bit unsure about having it at the etihad because i'd rather have i didn't think we would get that many in the crowd and i would rather have a full um, CFA than yeah. 15,000 people rattling around in the Etihad which I thought was what was going to happen I thought it was going to be a bit of a rubbish anticlimax but it was absolutely fantastic the atmosphere was brilliant I loved um, I know there was an away area but I really loved the fact that which is one of the things I really love about women's football that there was lots of mixing you know which you just wouldn't get at the men's you wouldn't get you know United fans in, in United States in City Square before the game you wouldn't get families of you know, girls with their friends who've got United shirts, and some of them have got City shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, all of that. That's something that one of the things that's really special about the women's game. That um, even that, and I, and I think I was concerned as well that when United came up to the WSL, that that rivalry, that edge might come in that's never been there for me in the women's game. And yeah, I know we, you know, there are still our arch enemies and stuff. But that that day showed that that edge isn't there. It was it was absolutely fantastic. It was such a brilliant day. Um, I really yeah, I really loved it. It was it was really good. I think it's a shame that we can't get, you know, then it's I don't what I don't know is how we keep that momentum up because we've gone back to having, you know, we've had crowds of less than a thousand on in it's, November. So it's so difficult, isn't it? I mean, we were hoping obviously to see a, a bit of a an average increase on attendances. And I, and I suppose we have seen that, really. Attendances this season have gone up if compared to last season. But, you know, like you said, it's it's making those fans come come back, you know. And, and I think, you know, we spoke about some of the games that we've played this season and we've played some really entertaining football. And I think, you know, one of those games was our last game, which was against Chelsea, you know, that 3-0 draw at, at the academy. And, you know, if that doesn't show you that, you know, City are playing an exciting football, you know, come and watch us, then, 
you know, hopefully we can sort of build on that and, and get more people into the ground and through the turnstiles. I still do that going over to a winter season was just a really bad what was a bad idea. And particularly from the from getting people in. You know, people yeah. aren't gonna on those horrible, foggy, wet, damp Manchester nights in February, November when it's peeing down. Mm-hmm. You know It'll certainly be interesting to see like once the football season hopefully does resume and that we can get the season concluded, is that obviously that season now will play beyond probably May. Um, it might play into June. And, um, you know, it'd be interesting to see what sort of different that, that that does have if, you know, we are inviting fans back into the stadiums to watch football and spectate. So, you know, watch this space and see what happens and let's see what, sort of impact that does have on the attendances moving forward and um, do you have a favorite away day that, well that chelsea one that you know there was a league it was a league cup game wasn't it, it was a league cup semi-final when yeah. yeah when we absolutely you know it was a foul day and we got that win and that yeah that was amazing that was what it was my apart from wembley my favorite away day and probably the most other well, most memorable one was one where we didn't we only got as far as stafford services and then the, the, game, <laughs> the weather was that because of the weather Crazy. yeah the game was snowed off so we yeah. got as far as Stafford Services and then turned around so I went on a, went on a way day to Stafford Services <laughs> always trying to go to Chelsea away and then the nearer away ones always tried to go to Birmingham and um, Liverpool and Everton used to like it when they played in the North East because my best friend lived in the North East but unfortunately Sunderland got didn't make it into the uh, WSL. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I've, um, I enjoyed Reading. We went. I went to this season was the first time I went to Reading. That was that was good. That was a nice ground. Eagles flying overhead. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, and I've been to Brighton. Yeah, but Chelsea's the big one. They're like our. That's that's you know that's that, that's our derby really, isn't it? That's our yeah. They're our they're our rivals. Definitely. Um, so how would you usually prepare for a game day then? Um, do you have any sort of like rituals or things that you like to do, you know, before a game? How do you get into game mode? <laughs> um, it, it varies depending whether it's an evening game or a weekend game. Um, it's weekend games, me and Rob come together from home. Um, obviously, I put my city shirt on, my hat with all my badges on, my lucky socks. Yeah. Um, and then You made those um, socks yourself, didn't you? I did, yeah, and my hat, yeah. Brilliant. If the weather's not too bad, we cycle up, and if it's horrible, I wimp out when we get the bus. Um, <laughs> Rob cycling anyway, but I wimp out. Um, um, yeah, we don't don't get to, don't tend to get to the ground very early, um, you know, but get to the ground in time to say hi to the OSC and get a program and, and that. Um, on the if it's that sort of weekend on a weekday. Um, I come straight from work because I work in Rochdale and we've got seven o'clock kick off. There's time to get home and get back out again. So um, after school, I take my uh, match going clothes to school in a bag, and then after the kids have all left, I get changed into my jeans and my demi stoke shirt, and then yeah. um, come from come from work, park in the <coughs> blue car park, and walk over the bridge. It's yeah. a nice walk over the bridge when the weather's nice. It is actually. I, I, it, I, do you know what I think? Of all the stadiums that I've ever been to. And I'm not just saying this because it's City. I think <laughs> that walk from the Blue Car Park 
you know, around the Etihad Stadium, over the bridge, and then you get to the Academy Stadium, it's spectacular. And especially, like you said, at night when, you know, you've got the sunset, you know, obviously if it's the right time of year, but, you know, it's absolutely stunning. And especially when you're walking back and you have the Etihad in the background is is just spectacular. So we have been asking fans what are their hopes for the rest of the season. <laughs> but it's probably not the best question to ask. So uh, what we've been asking is, um, how happy have you been with the performance from City this season so far? Uh, and what have you made of our season campaign overall? Uh, what have you been happy with? What have you been disappointed with? So overall... Seems like forever ago that we've had a game, doesn't it? It's like, I know. Uh, it just um, feels like the season's just finished, doesn't it? Like, yeah. Overall, I think um, being um, pretty pleased with how we've done, except in, in Europe again, obviously. I think that the way the team have adapted um, to some of the injuries we've had and being um, short of some players. So, for example, um, Janine Becky going back and playing in defence—that's been. She's been absolutely amazing. It's been a real revelation in that in that position. I think that we've been much more. I hate this. I'm going to say, can we be much more consistent? I hate that when football pundits say we've been consistent. <laughs> but you know, last season, it felt like we'd, we'd have a good one half would be good and one half would be terrible. Mm. I think that we we've playing that better that better than that now. Um, I haven't understood some of the things about like although Janine Janine has been fantastic. Don't understand why we've got Matilda Fatalgo as a right back and then Janine's playing back there. I don't I don't understand. I don't understand some mm-hmm. of the players that we've got and then haven't and haven't played. But that's Yeah, I, I I don't think there's been, obviously been much said um about Matilda. I think to ask Nick the question, certainly his his answer would be that it was because she needed time to adapt and settle into the league and the way we play football because her way of how she played was so different in comparison that she's almost had extra time to be able to adapt and learn the way that we play. It'd be interesting to see how that unravels or unfolds for next season and hopefully we'll we'll start to see more of her. Same Same with Lee, isn't it? I think Lee was more injury don't quote me i think there was a couple of issues with her back but again i'm not 100 percent on that I, I think again two two players that have obviously come international um that aren't used to the league possibly and uh, that just needed some time to adapt and find their way into the squad uh but hopefully you know with time uh we should hopefully see that pay a bit of dividends for us next season um, I, th- I think fans might be disappointed if that doesn't come come off. I'm sure the players will be as well if they're you know yeah. if they're not playing. Um, I've been really really impressed with uh, Paulina Bremer this season. She's been absolutely outstanding. And uh, when we signed her, I was well, was it the first game? Was it her very first game where she broke her leg? Was it her second game? I think um, it, it might have been the first. I can't remember exactly if it was or not, but. Um, it was definitely the first goal that she scored. <laughs> I remember that, and she scored the goal, and then what unravelled after was just horrendous. It was, it was absolutely horrendous. But um, you know, the way that she's come back from that now is she's just 
brilliant. It's such a shame that we're losing her in the summer. Really, that she's going back. She's going back to Germany. She's going to Wolfsburg because she's she's been absolutely fantastic this season. Yeah, banging them in and yeah, the confidence. If you think if you'd had that kind of injury, you sometimes think will a player come back with that with yeah. the confidence? Will maybe almost be a bit scared? And no, she's just in there. I kind of feel, I kind of yeah I kind of feel with Pauline it was a bit um you know you you have a player that's found their form and then obviously to see him go it can be obviously quite a disappointment but I'm glad she found her form before she left and we saw the best of her prior to obviously moving you know she's hopefully she'll see out the rest of the season and she'll still be contributing those great performances and the the goals you know she has had a an excellent season and she's up there for me as again one of the players of the season I think there's been a few standout players for us this season that you know are definitely in contention for for being awarded that player of the season you know uh, like you said Janine Becky Ellie Roebuck Pauline yeah. you know I think they've all really stepped up this season and you know we've definitely seen the best of them and I'm really excited especially obviously with the announcement that Janine's committed to the club for another two years which is fantastic if anything I wanted to see that happen because I think it would have been a great disappointment if we couldn't have got that deal done yeah definitely yeah, it was a little bit of concern wasn't it maybe she didn't playing out of position does that cause a player to want to move on because it affects them getting into their national side but that doesn't seem to be an issue at all for, for Janine so yeah, yeah it's fantastic I'm really glad that she's, she seems such a lovely person as well when you see her at events she seems genuinely a lovely person yeah and I think as well um, it was really interesting and I, I'm not like 100% on the Canadian international personnel or anything like that but somebody said that being at City has added so much to her game and her growth as a player and her personal development has come on leaps and bounds. Like she's doing things in games like they never knew she could do. And that is a rewarding, obviously, for her. And, you know, why would you not want to continue that? But I understand on the other side that that distance from her family and her home and, and those aspects, you know, that trans- transition from to be in America to, to coming over here has been difficult but you know she really has seemed to have settled in now yeah yeah I'm, I'm really glad that she's signed she's for another two years she's really key core member of the squad now isn't she she can't imagine without her yeah hopefully obviously we'll eventually get to see out the rest of the season <laughs> what are your hopes for City um, in terms of this season well we could I mean, I would hope that we would still win the league. Yeah, we still... I know that we, when we finished, Chelsea had a game in hand over us, didn't they? But I still think we've got a good chance. We haven't been um, having those silly draws that sometimes that we were getting last season when we should have been winning. So I think we still... If the season had continued on, I think we were a good chance of, um, of winning the league or, or at least finishing in the European... The second place to get the, the European slot, which hopefully we can... Do something with one year, um, and and then in the FA Cup as well. Obviously, I was hoping that we were going to go back there, and then we were out of the League Cup, but go back to Wembley. So yeah, that would have would have been amazing. I was looking forward to playing Leicester. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I you know I they've done so well. They've done so well with their their uh, little FA Cup upset. Uh, obviously, obviously, didn't want City to 
be victim of an upset. But <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it would have been a really good game. So hopefully we do get to to see that one out as well. Um, I think in I think this season for me, the games that we've sort of lost have sort of defined our season so far. You know because you know we lost against Arsenal semi final. The Conte Cup, which obviously saw us knocked out the competition. Atletico Madrid, that was really disappointing to go out a step further. No, no less, <laughs> but still getting knocked out to Atletico is frustrating. I would really like to see City, if not win the league, because it's in Chelsea's hands, but certainly get that second place and have a strong finish in the league, um, which will see us competing again for the Champions League next season and, and hoping for a better run. Because when we when we did have champ, good Champions League runs, I mean that was those were brilliant games as well. Those um, European games at night, they were yeah, they were some really good, some really good games. Yeah. So it'd be, be really nice to have that again because they they were they were really good. It's just we've we've just come up against really good competition, and you know Atletico have improved massively as a side and testament to you know how they played I mean you know they got the job done at the end of the day and it was just unfortunate but we we need to if we want to compete we've got to beat these teams we know this (laughs) Um, so it will be interesting to see what happens in the summer and how we do go about strengthening with obviously the loss of Pauline as well we'll probably have to look for you know to to bring a couple of players in and it'll be interesting to see who we go for rumblings about people leaving Leon isn't there but I don't know if you like you're going on social media you know you're reading um, a lot of rumours and seeing where people think players will go but I think we've got nothing else to talk about at the moment <laughs> so there's a lot of speculation <laughs> isn't there as to where people are going to go I know we'll end up like that wasn't there a I think in the men's game a couple of years ago where somebody just made up a player and then hyped them up and everybody was going but oh yeah yeah <laughs> I'm I'm certainly definitely not reading too much into anything that I read on social media at the moment (laughs) but um it was really good to speak to you Audrey um I hope that you're keeping safe and you're keeping well and um it won't be too long before we see you again yeah I hope so I really miss it really miss it really miss the games really miss everybody seeing yeah. everybody yeah and going on the coach to away days and everything so really yeah. so without football at the moment what are you doing to fill your time what are your hobbies is there is there anything that you're enjoying yeah normally one of my one of my things i do is doing guides but that's not on at the moment either we're not we're not having guide meetings um and swimming i can't do either that's one of my another one of my hobbies especially outdoor swimming mm-hmm. and normally by this this time of year is it end of april Mid-April, I'd be thinking about, oh, is it warm enough to start getting in Salford Keys again? Um, but um, but my other, my other main hobby, which people will see me doing at games, and really definitely if you've been on the coach, you'll see me knitting, because I knit a lot, so obviously I've, more, I've had more knitting time. Loads of people at work having babies, so it's like, okay. Yeah, well, you're going to be really busy in the next few months, because there's going to be probably a baby uh, boom. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Yeah, you have to make a head start. (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, like I said, it was really good to speak to you, Audrey, and uh, I'll hopefully see you soon. Yeah. All right. Take care. Cheers. Bye.